be blessed by the divine dear friends thank you for joining this wonderful early morning meditation on the 17th of december tuesday ninth center meditation today for our discussion and for our thinking i have taken one of the latest addictions that seems to be making us a servant and how to fight it back phone addiction with every social media post facebook post we like we tweet we send we question in google we are giving internet strength we are feeding its algorithms we are paying the advertisers you are also helping to fill so many computer server farms that will ultimately be replaced by bigger server farms effectively anchoring the internet in the real world while it all may sound sweet and rosy if the internet and human relationship is mutually beneficial but it's not clear that it is in some ways we are living a train life a non-stop online life that we believe are bringing us closer to each other which may be true the fact that today we are participating in this zoom online meditation is because of the internet it has really brought us closer in some ways but the relentless space of social media email constant pings beeps only serve to pull us apart eventually all this tech is certainly bad for our health and happiness research links social media to depression and high speed internet to poor sleep simply having a phone visible during a lunch time or during a meal has been shown to make conversation amongst friends and family less enjoyable that said these effects aren't inevitable not yet anyways it's not being perceived or it's not being it's not hurting us as much as uh, it will eventually it's probably hard to imagine life without a high powered computer in our pocket at all times we might even forget taking our children out for a walk but we will not forget to take our mobile phone when we go for a walk we are still an autonomous being but this mobile phone is beginning to immobilize us what is supposed to give us more mobility is in a way psychologically immobilizing us i studied about eight digital experts to find out how they maintain a healthy relationship with technology all of them agreed that push notifications are evil so i turned them off except when my phone rings my phone will not give me any notification some of these experts even said they keep their ringers and text notification offs at least some of the time so i do the same thing so when i'm meditating the phone is in complete silence mode no vibrations also when i'm not meditating during normal working hours i keep the phone ringer on but sms notifications are off no pings my phone will never give beep beep sound at all i have just stopped it after learning that some of the big successful digital experts internet experts are also doing the same thing i said why can't i do the same thing because every time the phone beeps i tend to pick it up and i tend to look at it so it's such a distraction 
Dan Airely, one of my favorite professors in behavioral psychology, is actually a psychology and behavioral economics at Duke University. He wrote a beautiful book called Predictably Irrational: The Hidden Forces That Shape Our Decisions. Fantastic work he has done. He has built an AI-powered calendar and sold it to Google. He improves many things in his life. One thing that he says is he thinks carefully about the first hour of the day. He used to have two computers and one had no email or browser on it. That's the one he used for writing in the mornings. Fantastic idea. Just switch off that internet. Don't have anything pinging you. when you are working i i do i also do the same thing i switch off my internet whenever i want to do some serious work if i'm sitting and writing for instance or if i'm preparing for my speech i just don't have too many screens i have only one screen what is that one thing that i want to write about or talk about i will only have that one thing in front of me steve blank a stanford professor retired entrepreneur a founder of the lean startup movement he was a drug addict and then he would be playing games until 4 in the morning the games gave him something equivalent to drugs he called this as a digital drug the app manufacturers are incentivized to make us get addicted it's like a chemical addiction in the brain it is like something that we can live without so he stopped all his game addiction he said no this playing games is going to keep me addicted forever Ethan Cross, a professor in psychology and director of the Emotion and Self-Control Laboratory at the University of Michigan. He says that it is a self-control failure from a self-control expert when he got addicted to social media and emails. So he's just trying to change his digital environment. Of course the internet can be a powerful tool but doesn't mean that you need to keep getting addicted to your emails all the time or the internet all the time I check my emails once like every 5 days 7 days that's all I do because I don't want to get addicted to checking mails every 5 minutes I don't check my emails in fact uh, there are no email notifications in my phone yes my phone has still some of those emails that are coming in i get about 200 to 300 emails every day just for your information because i'm so active on uh, my video channels and social media channels youtube channels i run not one but about four different youtube channels on various subjects but uh, doesn't matter i have about close to around uh, 250000 followers on all my channels Uh, but it's okay it doesn't mean that i need to be sitting and listening to every single comment every single email that comes to us jean twenge researcher and professor of psychology at san diego state university and the author of igen a book about how the internet is changing young adults in april of last year jean signed up for twitter It is her first and only social media account and almost immediately she found herself clashing with people who disagreed with her research. Well, Twitter is a public forum, so you will feel compelled to defend your arguments. But once you start getting into it, it's not good for your mental health. You will want to keep arguing in public forum. But that's not going to really help you succeed. It's only going to drag you further away from your duties. Eric Pepper, professor at San Francisco State University and the president of the Biofeedback Federation of Europe, 
As a researcher who explores the impact of excessive phone use, he discovered that it makes people feel lonely. And not only that, the bad posture brought on us by constantly staring at a screen, he warns us that do not use your phone so much. Watch yourself, watch your posture when you use your phone. Look at how you slouch. Look at the kind of pressure that you put on your backbone, on your neck. A lot more research needs to be done on biofeedback. We don't know whether it is extremely unhealthy or not, but certainly some of what we are using with the phone is is just difficult. It's just going to make our life difficult. Lyndon Tibbetts, CEO of IFTTT, a beautiful service that I love using. If this, then that. It lets your program use your apps and smartphones to carry out routine tasks. So you can automate a whole lot of things. Supposing you go live with a video on YouTube, you can tweet it. You can put it on Facebook. You don't have to go and do it manually. It'll do it. It's like uh, Zapier, but uh, IFTTT is free. So years ago, Lyndon Tibbetts decided that he didn't want to be a slave to his email, which means, in short, that he would read and send messages only while sitting at his desk. The only time he would send mail, that he would even see mail or even send mail on his phone is if he is running late to a meeting and there is no other way to communicate. That's literally the only time. A fantastic idea, isn't it? You should try that. He's much happier spending an extra hour in the evening responding to emails than be distracted by it on and off throughout the day. Lovely thing to do. Adam Alter, professor of marketing at New York University and author of Irresistible, The Rise of Addictive Technology and the Business of Keeping Us Hooked. In Irresistible, Adam Alter argues that in some ways, tech addiction may actually be worse than cigarette addiction. Because the web is built on social connection, each new addict makes it harder for the rest of us to abstain. Addictive tech is part of the mainstream in a way that addictive substances never will be. Abstinence isn't an option. Ali Brown, entrepreneurial consultant, host of Glambition, a podcast for women in business, Last year, Ali Brown had a social media reckoning. It was after the elections in the United States where everything was getting toxic and weird that she was getting all her news from Facebook and she felt this sense of unease all the time. So Brown did an entirely logical thing that most of us haven't done. She drained the swamp on her phone. In one heroic moment of full steam bravado, Brown deleted Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and replaced them with apps from the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. She decided to play for some really good journalism. She started using her time to read some real news. Well, yeah, Instagram may be very nice. It's happy and fun. She can post about her kids. You can post about your kids. You can see other people post about their kids. But that can also be very addictive. Just get off the phone. Don't touch the phone for a for a week, for, for, for instance, or two days, for instance. Today, I'm going to RDR Temple of Consciousness. By afternoon, I will go and I will come back only on Thursday morning. So in RDR, my phone doesn't work. Oh, fantastic. I am closer to world peace. But try it. Maybe it will work for you.
maybe you think it is impossible for you to do it trust me you are not that very important for the world i'm sorry to burst the bubble for you i have found that i am not that important for the world yes i need the world but the world actually doesn't need me much it will not miss me very much maybe it will miss me for 2 days 3 days 4 days 10 days 15 days or 30 days maybe a year maybe 2 years but then very few people will actually be missing me will actually be thinking about me so if i'm particularly not on phone and if i'm not picking up the phone if i'm not responding on the social media not thing will happen to the world the world will continue the same sun will rise in the east in the morning the same moon will rise same sun will set in the west nothing will change people will wake up people will do their meditation exercises people will do their introspection as and when they require they are not going to do it more because i exist they are not going to do it less because i don't exist they will do it if i can help some couple of people to do this great if i can't do it that's okay it's not going to be that their their life is going to come to an end because of uh, me not uh, being uh, not responding to them on whatsapp or facebook or not even conducting this uh, session it doesn't matter actually it doesn't matter what matters is that am i becoming a better human being today than what i was yesterday in order to do that how is the social media and the phone is going to help me to succeed in that am i getting a better version of myself am i proceeding towards my vision am i cleansing my genetic center am i getting to be a better human being by being a self realized soul am i just believing what i'm saying or am i just going deeper into what i'm saying and trying to understand the exact vision that swami ji had in his mind when he talked about the all pervasive all penetrative all knowing omniscient almighty force and how from gravity of gravity the energy particles came into existence and how they became panjabudas to different life forms to human beings waiting to realize oneself do i spend more time on introspecting i will leave you with this thought thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for being there as a source of my inspiration be blessed by the divine world kavalamata